Welcome back, guys, to the AOT Chronicles and Attack on Titan podcast. I'm your host, Chazzy Chad. Hey, howdy and hello, it's Ronnie. Oh, we got ourselves a good one today, ladies and gents. We sure do. I actually wanted to talk about the end of last episode before we get into this because wow. we missed it. We, we missed, missed it? It was an after credit thing. Uh, uh, one of those that we just didn't get to. Yep. So, at the end of the credits, we have a young Grisha with his little sister in a city, and they're running around, and there is, they get to, there's like a wall, and they decide to run outside of the wall, and that's what happens at the end, yeah. I saw this for, when I saw it at the time, I wasn't sure if it was uh, one of those next time ons. Mm Mm-hmm. But and that makes sense. That we was... know they're not allowed to run out of those, and he said, "Let's go anyways." So, they but they're like what? what I think level? they're probably like eleven. He's probably like eleven or twelve. She's a little bit younger than him. They're just little yeah. kids. Yeah. I'll go ahead and warn people up front: these next two episodes, they have the potential to be some long podcasts, and we're getting a late start as it is. But we're gonna keep up the energy because we're pumped to cover these episodes. Just want to warn you guys to. We're doing it for you guys. Wow, don't like the way that sounds, but kind of. Well, let's uh, let's just hop right on in. You know why I kind of don't like it? I don't feel like anyone's out there just like, man, my day's just not going to be the same if Ronnie and Chad don't really bite the bullet for us and get this. You know thing what? Out I here. think a couple people are thinking that maybe. And- I have a miserable life as it is, so hopefully I can make someone else's life better. All right. Because mine sucks. And on that um, uplifting note, let's get it going. All right. So season three, episode 20, or episode 57, That Day. And I just talked about the end of the last episode, so we'll hop right on in. So we've got... Grisha and his sister, and they they ran outside the walls, and you know we've got like a semi modern um, city that they're in. It looks like probably I would say like the 1930s. What the 1930s would look like back in the U.S. Uh, maybe even a little bit older. Than I that. feel like they're even more advanced than that. You maybe. think so? Like I was just I, I, just I was going like, off by their automobiles. What that those yeah? Look like. That's I think it's just like so. I don't really know. I mean, I guess it kind of is like an older time like that. Yeah. I guess my whole thing is I don't even think it's supposed to be, you know, our world at all. So, therefore, it's just right. kind of playing just, in its own yeah. own. Land. It's like the technology is similar to maybe like the 40s or the 50s. Like yeah. They've got, they're, they're advanced, but they're not, nothing like we are right now. Right. Nothing like that. But, uh, but yeah, um, we have Grisha narrating. And we obviously know this is from the books that we discovered that right, they discovered the, in the basement. One of the three yep. books, and he says that naive day, that naive day of his youth when he had to face the truth of this world. So we're talking about this world. Yeah, hold on to your britches. I mean, just this episode, like eighty percent of the questions you had coming into this entire series are over the course of this series are pretty much answered here within the next two episodes. So mm-hmm. it's just, and when he says that too, it's very ominous and the soundtrack that's playing in the back kind of gives me the shivers, dude. I won't lie. Scalies. Scaly. 
But uh, yes, he and his sister are walking through the city. They bump into somebody, and the guy calls them devil bloods and vermin. And then he says, damn Eldians crawling around as they please. Okay. Um, and so, is this the first we ever crazy. hear of an Eldian? This is. This is the first time we hear the word Eldian. So apparently Grisha and his sister are Eldians, and this guy's not having it. It seems like they're pretty used to it, though, by their reaction. And, you know, they keep trekking along, and they run up these stairs, and they get to where... So, yeah, I, f- I forgot to mention this part, too. They were chasing a Zeppelin last episode that was flying in the sky. Let's... Oh, a blimp. Yeah, a blimp. But that's where... Also, fun fact, that is where Led Zeppelin got their name. Yeah, I, I, uh, I knew that for some reason. My dad told me. I'm sure your dad told you the same thing. I guess that is what it yeah. came from. Gosh. Two things. One, people should call them Zeppelins more often. And two... There should just be more blimps slash zeppelins as a whole. Yeah. You and never see a blimp. You don't anymore. And first, why did we stop calling them zeppelins? Because it sounds way cooler than it a blimp. Must, well, first of all, I mean, zeppelin sounds a little highfalutin. You kind of sound like an asshole when you say zeppelin. Blimp kind of sounds more like what You sound it like is. a wimp if you say blimp. Yeah, but it kind of sounds <laughs> like, don't you, like you look up in the sky and you go, blimp. Like it's just kind of blimping up there. But, oh, look, crikey, mate, look at that Zeppelin. But, that's what uh, I think of. But yeah, I feel like they're only at football games. Sometimes I just want to be driving down the road and just see a blimp. You never see it. And it's always got like a stupid sign on the back, like, just married or something. You know, if I had started this podcast, I would have guessed the under. I would have bet the under on two Lazy Town references, but here I go for the second one. Didn't that guy have a blimp? He so did, yeah. <laughs> he had a blimp. Oh, by the way, R.I.P. to that guy. He's dead. Yeah. No, that was different guy. Oh, we're thinking of the... Okay, I'm thinking of the... The guy with the blimp was the hero. The guy that died yes. was the... Well, he was the villain, but in my eyes, he was the hero. So. Has anyone seen Lazy Town? Lazy Town... <laughs> we can keep going. It's going to be a long night. It's just like one weird summer I had when I was too old to watch Lazy Town, but oh, it was the only thing old. on, and way I just kept old. watching it. Yeah. It was almost like you were on LSD because the show was so trippy. Now that I think about it, that show, little kids should not watch that show. It is messed up. No one knows Lazy. We better keep, we better move on. All right. So Grisha and his sister Faye, they get to the end of the stairs and they come upon the Zeppelin that has just landed. And it's a beautiful, beautiful scenery. You know, it's right above water. Like it's green grass like just awesome and uh that's when two officers happen to be sitting in the field though right in front of them and you know they ask them if they are here to see the zeppelin and they're both scared shitless from what it looks like right and they say yes and then they ask if they are from the liberio internment zone Okay. So that's a little cool nit bit. Um, they answer yes to that, though. So we know Grisha is from an internment zone. It's a cool little fact. And you never want to be in an, an internment zone. No. It's not Liberio City. It's the Liberio internment zone. Yeah. That is not... Yikes. And, uh, you know, both of them scared. They, they both say they don't have a pass to enter the city. 
and they've got these armbands on. The officer says, well, you entered here without permission. And Grisha then says, I will take the beating for both me and my sister. It was all my idea. Good on him. It's a good guy. Right. An officer named Kruger um, beats the shit out of Grisha. You, you taking the beating or the hard labor? I'm taking the beating. And the reason I say that is because when he said beating or hard labor, Grisha replied beating, and he said, good choice, you don't want to trouble your parents. Yeah. So I don't really know much like what the labor would actually be, but it seems like the labor would involve his parents as well, so he took what would... What seems to be okay. So it wasn't just so much that his parents were gonna have to like take him to the hard labor as much as it was the hard labor was also going to include the parents. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, where were we at here? Don't want to get ahead of myself, but does the hard labor including murdering little girls? Let's hope not. I hope that never happens in this show or this episode, or I would be heartbroken. But, uh, so yeah, Kruger's beating the shit out of him, and the other officer, Officer Gross, because he's gross. He, I mean, yeah, good name for that guy. He starts taking Faye away and says, let's take you home. So he's a, he seems like a good guy, you know, he's letting Kruger beat the shit out of a little kid, and he's like, you know what, I'll take the little girl home. Even seems though, like a nice guy. Yeah, this little girl has no idea how to tell him to get home. And Grisha's just not even thinking of that. He's not like, wait, Faye has no clue where we are right now. Faye's like eight years old. That guy doesn't know who we are. How do you... Okay, let me ask you this. Say they don't put on their armbands. I wasn't paying close enough attention. Is there something that you know of that tells them apart from others? No, they look like humans. Well, yeah, they're all human. Yeah, I don't know if it's like a clothing thing, if like their clothes make them stick. I don't know. It's just kind of an interesting. Uh, yeah, I think maybe the clothing, yeah. but uh, there'd be poor, poor garb, right. which we get right here where Kruger, you know, after he beats the shit out of him, Grisha's laying there all bloodied up, and Kruger tells Grisha that it was really smart of you to not take off those R bands because Eldians without one are sent to their paradise, even if they are kids. Yeah. So, it's probably a good thing he didn't take that off, whatever that means, sent to their paradise. Kruger, the type of guy who likes to take a nice sig break right after beating the kid. Yeah, you know, I I don't condone the beating the kid, but it's pretty cool of him that he sits there smoking a sig and lets Grisha admire the Zeppelin for yeah, a little Yeah, smoking while. is pretty cool. Oh, wait, yeah. that's not what you were saying? Well, I mean, it is kind of cool. Congratulations on two weeks without vaping. Besides vaping, guys, uh... Yeah, it's 13 days, so almost two weeks. Yeah, um, I gave you the two weeks. I'll give you the two-week pin right now. If anybody has any other addictive substances that I could turn to, a healthy alternative, just let me know. Yeah. Send us an email. Life's not fun unless you're addicted to something. That's what I always say. Right. Like, right now, I'm on, I drink an energy drink and three coffees today. So yeah. I, I just change up my addictive lifestyle. But you need another one to fill in because you've been addicted to caffeine for quite some time now. That is very true. I've been addicted to caffeine for five years now. And I'm not ashamed to say it. So you're addicted to water and it's disgusting. I love water. It's like I need it to live. The next day, Grisha says his sister was found dead in the river. That is the next scene we get. So I'm safe to assume that 
Officer Gross did not take his sister back home. That's a good call. That's <laughs> that's one of those things, you know, we talk about it a lot of times. You got to watch this episode a few times to get that part, but we did the dirty work. We figured that out. Now, just a little PSA from Ronnie here, and I want to be clear about this. I am not saying that you should murder any little girls. But This is already off to a bad start. But... If you do murder any little girls, you gotta at least throw the body into the river. Don't just leave it on the bank. You're just asking for trouble. Well, I think it washed up, maybe. I don't... That's yeah, pretty, you're, pro- you're probably right. It didn't wash up. It seems like he just left it on I the bank. I think he was a lazy, gross murderer. Yeah. It's almost as if he didn't care that he did it. Yeah, it was almost like he was untouchable. Yeah. Um. So, you know, later that, later that day, the officer says to Grisha's dad, so we get Grisha's dad now in the scene, he tells him that he brought her back to the Liberia internment zone, and, you know, he turned around and went his way. He's a busy man. I mean, he's got other things to do. He can't take care of a little girl. And uh, But then he says Eldians shouldn't be roaming the city without a permit anyways. So, you know, he starts off nice, and then he says, well, you know what? She shouldn't have been over there anyways. So this guy seems like a real asshole. Couldn't agree more. He then tells Grisha's dad that he should teach his son the sins that his ancestors committed. So this is a this is already getting pretty detailed. This episode, right? Not even... yeah, and I like how they play it. They play, you know, these people are different, but don't know why. Because this isn't even like. This isn't even like today's racism, where you've got no. people that look different. These people look exact, even though now you know people are the same inside, different outside. This is just straight up same outside, same inside, but somehow standards have been created. It's just exactly. super, super interesting. Like Grisha, they seem very poor. Um, you know, they're in an internment zone. If that says anything, if they were wearing the same clothes that Officer Gross was wearing, no one could tell them apart. Yeah. So Officer Gross keeps talking to Grisha's dad, and Grisha internally is saying he knows that the guy's lying. He was napping on the bank. Like, he's not busy at all. This guy's just full of shit. Which, I like how, being a little kid, like, he instantly knows that this guy's not telling the truth. Because if I were 11 years old, 12 years old, I don't even know if I would really know the difference. I mean, I know they're assholes. I just got my the shit kicked out of me by one of them. Yeah. But, dude, it's... When you're a kid like that, that is just so tough to pick up on, right. on everything that's going on. I would just be traumatized my sister's gone yeah. at that point. And that's the thing that Grisha keeps thinking is how like, not mad his... Mainly his yeah. father, but just his parents are in general. They're just like... Yeah, because he mentions his mother. His mother's crying in the corner, right. not saying anything, looks scared. She looks terrified. Yeah. And his father is apologizing and thanked the guy for his guidance, right. which is just oh, what a cuck. That man. is rough. Oh, that's the yeah. Only I'll, thing I'll I thought get of. through this scene, but I've got some shit for Grisha's father. So Grisha is internally speaking still, and and he's saying that his father demean he demeaned his own family, and you know it's like he was just bowing down to this guy. Yeah. Grisha says he began to hate his father and the officer so much that it made him dizzy. I love that part because you can just tell he's sitting in the corner listening. He's not saying anything while Officer Gross is talking, but you can tell he is. He just wants to kill the guy. Right. And it reminds me of Aaron as a little kid when he killed 
those people. That's true. Like father, like son. So, do you want me to keep going through this? Did you have something you wanted yeah, to say? Because they still have like uh, I'm getting... after those guys leave, Grace's father kind of talks to right. Him. Yeah, so go, officer, go ahead and do that. Okay, Officer Gross leaves, and I guess he wanted to just have a sit down and talk about his ancestry with his son. So we get into the really important stuff. I'm just gonna go line by line with this. Um, if you want to throw anything, I know this has been kind of serious. You know, we need to lighten the mood, but I feel like this is a very serious yeah know, moment. W- well, yeah, I'm getting ready to just rip Grisha's father a new okay. one, so that'll lighten I'll, I'll the mood I'll go through a this, bit. and then you can rip him. Not to mention we had that awesome uh, blimp slash Lazy Town segment, so don't don't be calling this a Hopefully podcast. people have watched Lazy Town and know who I'm talking about. R.I.P. 18... Okay, I already fucked up. No, you nailed it. 1,820 years ago... Their ancestor, Ymir Fritz, made a contract with the devil and obtained the power of the Titans. Upon her death, her power, her spirit powers were split into nine Titans who formed the Eldian Empire. They defeated great, the great nation of Marley and ruled over the continent. So the subjects of Ymir called other races inferior and began to oppress them even forced other races to bear their children to increase their numbers. And that continued on for like 1,700 years. So they split into nine titans. Right. And they raped them, forced them to have their children, and just kept kept the whole uh, race going. So we can, which... keep this, we can keep this simple for now. And we can dive into it deeper later. Just this origin story of just titans in general. True or false? For you. True. Okay, then secondary question. Okay, well. Well, not, okay. It can be true, but with false intel, you know, sprinkled in there at the same time. Yeah. Do you think that this will be, secondary question, I guess. Will this be the only time they talk about where the Titans come from? No. You think that we're going to dive deeper into that? I think we'll dive deeper and know the exact answer. Because... The victor always writes history. Doesn't matter if the history is right or not. Marley could legit, which I'm sure as scary as these Titans are, that sounds like a true origin story of how they were created. Right. But we know Marley, apparently they're bad. They're keeping them in internment zones right now. Yeah. They could just be spewing a lot of it out of yeah, their ass. It's just like yeah. them inside the walls where... The government is teaching them what they want them to believe. So, I mean, you're right. And I, I te- tend to lead. I tend to agree with you. But at the same time, I think this show has so many more questions to answer that I wouldn't be surprised if they're. The story that they're interested in telling doesn't have anything to do with how the Titans came to be as much as just the fact that they're here now. But it'll be interesting to see. Yeah, I'm excited for that. I'm really excited for that. Um,. Another interesting thing, though, that I do like, I want to talk about is the fact that Ymir, they raised her as a goddess. Right. And turns out that whoever created the Titans was actually named Ymir. Mm-hmm. So that is pretty cool, knowing that Ymir was actually named after something like that. So that, that whole thing makes sense with her backstory, kind of. Well, and it makes you think, like, so... I actually haven't considered that, but we know... Ymir was an orphan. Right. 
Interesting. I which I don't kind of like you were saying earlier. I don't know how much Ymir really is going to have to play, but that's kind of what happened to her parents. The fact that she was named after mm-hmm. tends to you know lead you toward maybe she was like a bigger deal than we might have thought since she was an orphan and kind of. But we can get into all that later. Okay. Just kind of my first thoughts that I had slowed down and thought about it long enough. So yeah, after 1700 years though, Marley was always planning to overtake Eldia. And they somehow got seven of the nine Titans under their control. Um, They won the Great Titan War 80 years ago. And, okay, so 80 years ago, we know Grisha is about a 10-year-old kid right here, we'll say. So this is like 30 years from the present. So that kind of lines up with a whole hundred year wall situation. Right. So 80 years ago in this time period, we're about 30 years later. So yeah, about 110 years ago, somewhere around there. So that makes sense with Erwin telling and his dad talking about how history is lost a hundred years ago. Mm-hmm. Kind of lines up with that time period. But the Eldian king erected three walls on the island of paradise and fled with many of the people. Um, but he left a lot of the ancestors behind and they stayed in Marley. Grisha's father says that Marley was gracious enough though, to let the people live and have a place, you know, to stay and live a comfortable life. Got a page turn. He did a pretty good page turn earlier. Now I called it out. So it's going to be a very loud one. Well, I didn't mean to. It was just, so, uh, Grisha then gets pissed off and calls his father a dog as he just simps to Marley authority. And if no one knows what simp means, it means simping. Oh, good definition. Grisha tells his father his man was lying, and Grisha's father starts freaking out, because Grisha's yelling at this point. He's not having any of it. And he tells him to stop. He's like, these walls are thin. He's like, you don't want them to hear any of this. He's like, our ancestors did terrible things. And Grisha yells at, and he's like, "Me and Faye did nothing. We were literally just walking around." Right. So, dude, that's just the fact that his father is. I know he's just trying to keep Grisha safe, but come on. So man. here's what I got for his father. I get the situation in they're in, and I don't even blame him for having his mindset as far as like, oh, they graciously accept us, all this. But he knows the way the world is. Like he grew up this way. And like you said, Grisha's probably like 10, something like that. And I get you don't want to scare your kids. How the heck does he not tell them like how deep they're in this? I feel like all Grisha knows is don't go outside that wall, wear your armband. Yeah. He doesn't understand like the severity of it. Even if he, just imagine yourself being like a 10-year-old kid. Even if you heard that story Mm -hmm. as as a 10-year-old, you're like... That doesn't mean anything to me. Like you're just a little kid running around. Like I feel like a lot of kids would pull a stupid stunt like he did and go outside the wall. If that makes sense, probably so. But the the nerve to not even tell him the story. Until, yeah. Was well, that okay? Is that how they kind of said it? Like he's never told him the story. Yeah, I mean t- the okay. guy because like the, Mr. Gross or whatever his name is. Mr. Gross. He. What were you calling him, Officer Gross? I like Mr. Gross way better. We're calling him Mr. Gross now. <laughs> Mr. Gross told him... I mean, you want to be respectful. He's, he's an officer. Uh, Mr. Gross said, 
you might want to like teach your kid the history or whatever. Yeah. And when he left, that's exactly he was like, okay, I've been putting it's like it's like the bird and the bees conversation. He's just been putting this Except thing this up. This is way deeper for way too long. <laughs> it's a matter of life and death. Um, do you ever have the bird and bees conversation? I, not really, to be honest, dude. My I think my parents. I mean, my just, mom barely can talk. Well, yeah, I, and your dad. You want to talk about your dad? I mean, he's always on business trips, and I've had to take care of my mom, and yeah, yeah. it's just a whole shit show. We all know how it goes. She's it's, actually this is the first podcast she's not been with us. How crazy trips. is that? Yeah, where is she? Well, she's she, in the other room. Just she's the first podcast she hasn't been in this room. Okay, so we told her these were important. She's right yeah. over there. Okay. Um, yeah, business trips. I thought that was interesting how you said business trips. How long was this last business trip been? Um, like two and a half years. Okay, yeah. Any, you so, know when he's coming back or? I mean, he's supposed to, I think he was supposed to just get some milk and bread. The well, last... we can, we can uh, skip that for now. The, uh, but yeah, I think this is the first time Grish is hearing of this story and that's just ridiculous. Hey, this man basically dug his daughter's graves, all I'm saying. Yeah, he did. How do, how do you even let your kids out of the house by themselves? I know. This isn't... What is this? What were they... Could, what could they possibly do in their, an internment zone all by themselves? His parents are... I want to... Let's just say this. I want to see more internment zone episodes. These, I want to see what's going on here. His parents are idiots. They are. So, his father asks if he's that eager to get everyone shipped off to paradise. And, you know, listen, Grisha, it doesn't matter that we're not directly responsible for our ancestors' sins. Let's just live a humble life in the internment zone and leave it at that. I mean, (laughs) that's just crazy to me telling him. It doesn't matter what someone did hundreds of years ago, even thousands of years ago. You've got to abide by this because of what they did then. Like, that to me is just kind of relatable because so the, my ancestors are not good people. the uh the they were so uh, we obviously have paradise island okay is this just another island this i don't it's obviously actually, like a city like what happens if they just run is there any way to run to or is it just two islands that we're dealing with you know they called it a continent so i don't it's just weird like because i think they said Paradise is an island. He showed him the map. Right. Unless, that's, unless we're just about to get to that. Well, either way. And I guess that's my whole thing. I don't understand the size we're dealing with. Well, so here, I don't know here's if the you thing, can... too, though. He said Liberia internment zone. It sounds like there's multiple of these internment zones. Yeah. So it could be... I don't know. That's a good question. But there's just one island. It's just the island of Paradise. And, I mean, sure, that's a huge... We know it's huge, but in the grand scheme of things, like if you look hey, at our yeah. world today, it's nothing. Like it's I could re- you know essentially you can, one city. You could relate the paradise or the island of paradise to like you know I mean this is a little big, but like Australia, how that's like Australia is its own like island slash continent. Like right. you can almost do that. Except then you have all I, these yeah. other continents. Yeah. I don't know some something similar to that. Except I feel like maybe I don't even think it's. As big as like a normal state. Yeah, it's probably well as long as they travel in their horses. I wonder how big it actually is. I mean, you could you could just relate it to like a small island, I guess, right? Yeah, it's just kind of interesting. 
because it makes you makes it seem like there's no place for these people to go to escape the potential of getting sent off to paradise. But so all stuff that we'll see in season four, maybe. Grisha then he's wondering if it was him or the world that was in the wrong. You know, then he then it's flashing back in in the future, and he's about eighteen years old now, and he's about to take over his doctor's clinic, which is his dad's doctor's clinic. Um, so he that, that's actually interesting too because it didn't show much of that, but apparently his dad was smart enough to be a doctor for yeah, smart enough to be a doctor. But I bet he can only work on other Eldians. I bet you yeah, know, there's I'm no, sh- yeah, there's no Marlians coming to get checked out by this and i'm sure it's you know dog shit medicine they're not allowed to have anything crazy we have grisha like in his little office and he's talking to a guy named uh grice and this guy starts talking to him and he's like look here's a scar on my shoulder this proves that i'm a patriot he said your sister was killed by a marley officer and we have an informant inside the marley government he then tells Grisha that his sister was fed to the dogs, and he knows this because of an informant named the Owl told him. I like a good owl. So what did it do? That's so. This is a good at least six to eight years later. So this is potentially like the first Grisha ever hears of like someone fighting against the system because obviously yep. it seems like his dad just fell in line and was a weak little. He hears about somebody Suckling fighting against pig. the system, and then he finds out how his sister dies. He didn't. He never knew how his sister died, and to die like that just enrages the shit out of him. Yeah, that's, that's, a, that's just, a bad way to go. Ah, oh, man. So Grisha then says that he'll show them who the real devil is, and he becomes a patriot. Little Aaron and everybody. Oh, yeah. Dude, it's it's so awesome to see that him and Aaron are like the same right. like, as a kid, especially how pissed off he was. In the beginning, and like mm-hmm. wanted to kill the guy. Yeah, like it was exactly. Like, how many times have we seen that exact yeah. scene from Aaron? And then I, I always have to bring this up because I forget it. But Aaron literally killed like two or three people when he was nine <laughs> years old. <laughs> but yeah, he becomes a patriot, and you know he starts. He wants to restore the Eldian Empire. No big flick. Huh? No big flick. That was a notebook, Philip. I said it too quick. You couldn't understand me. So they talk. They talk a little bit more about the owl, and uh, he led the restorationists. So they call themselves the restorationists. Terrible name. Yeah, I was thinking the same thing. The restorationists. Why don't they call themselves like, like the the, the bombers, the revolutionists, the hate it? How about the bombers sucks? Too. How what about the blue team? Not. How about like, the crushers? The Eldians. That's a good one. Well, kind of a weird name. That's what they are. So the owl, but it, I like them saying this. The owl had never shown himself to anyone. Not even any of the restorationists is what they say there. The lizards. Okay. The reptilians. So uh, Grisha's reading old scripts, and he's with a bunch of the restorationists, he, talk, he starts talking about how Ymir actually uplifted humanity and that he believes in the founder Ymir and her teachings. So I, I think one of the guys asks him how he knows this because it's in a different language or it's like in different transcript. He's like, oh, I just... 
He's like, my dad just, uh, he told me about it one time eight years ago, and since then I've kind of just been making up my words as I go along. <laughs> Everyone starts cheering, because you know, they're like, oh, we're going to take this back easy. Yeah, they're just, they're looking <laughs> for anyone to follow. And then a lady walks in that the owl has sent, and she says that her name is Dinah Fritz. Oh, oh see, Amir Fritz, Dinah Fritz, and she's of royal blood. So, okay, this is actually super interesting to talk about now. I gotta bring it up now. Love at first sight? Well, she's a good-looking lady, I will say that. Well, I think... Do you believe in love at first sight? No. Really? horseshit, dude. You think that's horseshit? Oh, yeah. You don't think Grisha and Dinah had some love at first sight here? No. I think there was a little more to it, if you know what I mean. Do you think we'll ever be married? No... My mom, I don't know if she'd let that happen. I want to get married. If I'm not married by the end of one year of this podcast, I'm quitting. Well, <laughs> looks like this pod is over. <laughs> Send your resumes to the podcast chronicles at gmail.com. Yeah, trust me, no one wants to marry me. Oh, all right, so what was I even talking about? I don't even, I said I had something. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I actually, this is a, actually, this is a half question, half answer. I'll Dinah try and... Fritz, mm-hmm. Royal Blood. Yeah. Stupid, Historia. stupid name. Historia, Royal Blood. Right. They're not actually Rice, right? That's like a fake name. They're actually the Fritz. Because mm. King Fritz was the real name, right? So they're, the Rice is the undercover name because they're Royal Blood. There's no other Royal Blood besides Fritz. Well, it's not necessarily like, what if... Or you're saying like maybe they got, by marriage, they turned into rice? Yeah, I think by marriage they could turn okay. into rice. But I don't necessarily disagree with your theory either. I could definitely see them okay. hiding the name. I mean, just like... Because that's what I, I was confused about. But then now that you say through marriage, that could happen. But so they are Fritz, but through marriage, their last name is now Because we know that heroin addict who sat on the throne and slept, he was King Fritz. Mm-hmm. And then they're like, Rice is the true family. Um, so, Frida oh. Fritz. Frida Fritz. That's actually <laughs> sick, dude. What a sick name. By the way, Frida. Very attractive lady. Yeah, when she gets those purple eyes, feel a little tingle. And then Grisha just eats the shit out of her. Oh, yeah. So, they start talking about um, the king. She, set, she mentions the king taking the founding titan in the walls and says that and they're like if we can get that we can defeat marley that's our only chance so they ask why he fled and dinah says should be dina because he refused to fight so be dina i know dinah so much easier to say too dude it is hot in here do you mind if i take my shirt off please take your shirt off no homo dude or homo (laughs) Turn it up, man. <laughs> well, crack a fucking crack a window. <laughs> I really hope Travis walks in right now. Oh, uh, do you like this new tat I got? Yeah, it's nice. Thanks, man. It's a it's... cool. I always thought that was a cool Pokemon. Well, not only that, but guys, should I get a tattoo of the Titan eyes? Should I get like the eye, like yeah. manuscript? I think eyes? you just go for it, dude. That you came up with that idea We've the other day. We talked about it before. I think you just go for it. Could you imagine if I just looked like fifteen-year-old Aaron with those eyes? How many ladies would I get? A bunch. 
No, probably not. Oh, well. If I looked like... Well, hey, we'll never find out until you do it. War Chief Zeke. I want to look like that guy. Oh, my God. That guy rips. But, yeah. They asked why he fled, and she said he refused to fight, and these bad days began because the... (laughs) What? It's just... For the listeners at home, he really does have a shirt. (laughs) And it's really hard to look across from him and take him seriously when he starts talking about serious attack on Titan. Here, I got you. Hold on. All right, he's moved the okay. moved the chair down in hopes that I can't see his nipples at this point. I'm kind of uh, insecure about him. I need a I don't have a hairy chest, man. I really I'm gonna open up a window. It's hot in here to you too. Yeah, keep talking. Okay, this is, this is a good podcast. Great podcast. I'm sure the listeners are just enjoying the shit out of this. What is the number one thing we've always said we do? We keep it real. Yeah, I mean, how many did our podcast review say or say? <laughs> Did it or did it not say <laughs> that they enjoyed how it wasn't overproduced? Yeah. What's more underproduced than just opening up a window right in the middle of the recording session? We're going to underproduce the shit out of this podcast. We really will. It's our promise to you. And now I'm chewing on ice because you just made me distracted and just terrible podcasting, but that's all right. Our listeners are here to stay. What was I talking about? What keep, were... keep going. All right, I'm going to keep going. Oh, yeah, these bad days began because the king turned away from conflict. This guy sounds like a terrible king. That was really close. So Grisha amped up, says it's time to get it back and overthrow Marley. Grisha's just a hype machine. He's literally, you know what he's like? He and Aaron. When Aaron is in the cadets hyping everyone up and everyone's like, except Grisha has everyone on his side. Aaron never did. And here's the thing. I think Aaron's better at it than he is. But do you think, why do you think everyone's on Grisha's side then? Because I think everyone's so sick of the way they're living that they just want anyone to lead them. They're all cowards. Yeah. And with Aaron, he's one of the only people who sees the, the point of view that they're in, like he's cattle and stuff like that. But they actually live a comfortable life. All the other, yeah, they live a comfortable life. They don't really know what Titans are like, so they're mm-hmm. just kind of like, ah, dude, we're just doing this because this is kind of what you do. You become a soldier. You're right. And Grisha and the other people, they didn't really live a comfortable life. Like they're in internment zones being talked down on. It's not like Titans ever just like climbed up the wall and started talking down on. And I'm also being really nice to Aaron right now. I mean, that guy did suck, but yeah. at the same time, I do think he's better at this whole thing than uh, Grisha is at this point. So they all, you know, they're all cheering and shit, and Dina, I'm going to call her Dina. What is on me right now? It was like a moth, but I've got those, see my windows, they have those things, so I don't know how it got in. Whatever. I think you got it. Dinah then starts crying and runs up and hugs him because apparently she fell in love as soon as he said, let's overthrow Marley. Well, I think it was love at first sight, but... I mean, that doesn't exist. It's horseshit. I'm never going to find love. Uh, email us at the thepodcastchroniclesgmail.com. Let us know if you believe in love at first sight. Him and Dinah married a year later, and they had a son named Zeke. Ooh. So anyways, let's just continue on. Oh! Uh, heavy hitting stuff 
Oh, okay. Is this War Chief Zeke. We got to talk about it. You. So I said I was going to have to go back on my word a little bit. You told me that you figured this out from the very first time that the crocodilian said War Chief Zeke. I didn't figure this out. Not when he said. Okay, when he said War Chief Zeke, crocodilian, I just thought. Warchief Zeke, do I know? Oh, I don't know this. This is a completely new name. Oh, that's really interesting. A few episodes later, this bombshell of an episode's happening. He says Zeke, and as soon as I hear Zeke, obviously, because I I had thought about Warchief Zeke, I was right. like, no fucking way. And it just all just like I was just mind blown. Yeah, it hit instantly. I did not get it instantly, and. I think it's like completely normal that I did not understand it just based off the crocodilian doing War Chief Zeke. Where I do as like an experienced TV watcher, I'm gonna do this professionally. I should have been more on it after Zeke is like injured, rides down on the crocodilian back in his talk with Aaron. That's where I'm mad at myself yeah, for not that's putting another pieces kinda. together. But but yeah. But yeah, too, it's it's one of those things, I, I don't blame you at all for missing it, because I literally just asked myself the question, like, it's, I could have looked away for half a second and missed that whole line. Like, right. It was just one of those where I caught it. Because they do it one time. Yeah. One time. It was just one of those things where I caught it, and I asked myself, I just remember asking myself, do I know that name? Oh, I don't even know who that, that's just a brand new character. Because I, cause I thought he looked very similar to you know grisha kind of but not not that similar and then he looked kind of like Irwin's dad i don't know if you ever they thought they both that. just kind of had glasses yeah and Irwin's dad had a beard somewhat similar to this guy and i was oh, like no one has a beard like zeke yeah zeke's is on fleek but yeah dude i as soon as it hit man i'd shat my pants okay <laughs> what'd you do with him after i uh gave him to my mom Said happy birthday. Oh my god, you it was her birthday a that gross day. relationship. So Grisha instantly says <laughs> while he's holding this child that oh wow, a child with royal blood, he will lead us to victory someday. And then they take the family picture. So Grisha, right when they have this kid, doesn't even think of this kid of his own son. He's just like, Oh wow, he's so, really gonna lead us to here's victory. Here's the huh? hero. Yeah. Not a good look on Grisha there. So then, okay, then we head over to a gathering of officers and Eldians, and they're saying, listen, Eldians, we will be seeking warriors from various zones around the continent. If chosen, their family will be granted the title of Honorary Marleyans. So that, this is, I actually kind of miss this. The last time I watched it. I've seen this episode 35 times. Right. The last time I watched this, though, I kind of missed it. So break it down real quick. Okay, i got, I got to break it down because there's subtitles happening at the top of the screen and the bottom. Oh, these are always so... So, yeah. So here we're going to break it down now. We have Marley and officers. They're telling... He, he was scratching his nipple. <laughs> they're telling fellow Eldians that they're seeking warriors. We know Reiner... Bert, Annie, they all call themselves warriors from various internment zones around the continent. So there's way more internment zones than just Liberio. So there's a lot of Eldians on this continent. Hopefully they've got better names than Liberio. I hope so. <clears throat> and if chosen, their family will be granted the title of Honorary Marleyans. 
So that's, we know Annie talking with her dad from season one. I instantly thought of this. I guess she was just doing, when her little flashbacks with her dad, I guess she's just fighting for her dad to be an honorary person, to not be in the internment zone. I don't really know. I yeah, mean, I guess they look. I guess they probably look for like a certain age, so they can. It's got to be. I mean, they were all kids, so I guess they're looking for young, young kids. I don't. We're gonna learn more about this. So I don't think we have to guess too much. I th- I think we'll learn more about it for sure. But we all know when they broke down the wall, we all know they were like twelve years old because they're a year or two older than Aaron. So they had these titans even before they were twelve. Yeah. <laughs> So there is I mean that's crazy. It sounds like they're looking for like 10-year-old kids, I would say. 8 to 10 maybe. I don't even like it's it's just nuts to me that they were that young. Which is just fun like can a can a 5-year-old turn into the colossal titan? <laughs> I would love to see it. <laughs> it's like daddy I poop in my pants. <laughs> Whoops. <laughs> and just, just starts kicking in walls. Just burp bombs the whole place. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh. Yeah, dude, this episode is just what so... What do I do now, Dad? <laughs> You're, are you telling me that the first time you watched this episode, you got all of this information just right off the bat? Because I did not. Oh, heck no. Okay. I mean, honestly, that part I, st- I still miss, and I've watched it like three or four <laughs> times at this point. It's just... That's what I was saying. Like We knew these were going to be long podcasts because in your episode and my episode, which is the next episode... Let me see if I can say episodes a couple more times. Um... <laughs> there's just every single line is like you go well i gotta put that down like i can't just leave that out because our podcast is detailed as you know heck yeah it's crazy dude you actually went from aot wiki to just the straight up actual script of the episode i yeah i just went aot script and i just copied the entire thing so (laughs) strap it on for next episode because i'm literally just reading the play script and i'll try to do the voice acting while he's doing that in the background so get excited for that come back for it Man, this is crazy stuff, man. Big sigh, you all right over there? How we doing? This is the latest we've ever done this. Yeah. <laughs> it's 8 p.m. Shit's nuts. I'm usually in bed by now. So Grisha talks about them needing Eldians to be a vessel, to be vessels for them. So I guess they're just fighting for Marley? Is what it seems like? The restorationist group, Grisha, says the owl sent a message saying Marley needs resources because military tech is advancing rapidly around the globe. So that's another huge thing, dude. Right. There is an entire world. There's more continents. They're talking about advancement around the entire world. So this continent of Marley with all these Eldians, having them as warriors is like nothing. It's It's setting up an entire... Like... We're starting season four. We're essentially going to be starting from brand new if that's what they want. Like, they could yeah. do anything in season four. It was literally like seasons one through three were the prologue. Like, it was this story is just there's so much more. It's and when crazy. you hear people say, like, oh, I don't know if they're going to have enough like time or going to be able to tell the story the way it's supposed to be told based off the mangas, like, you see why now because they've got an entire world at their hand that they can do anything with. But it's going to be interesting. But no, that's why. That's why they're recruiting these Eldians to, you know, fight for the honor of Marley because that's the whole reason they're going to paradise in the first place. Yep. Let's get these resources. Yeah, a, a massive a massive cache of fossil fuel lies beneath paradise. Uh, so they're gearing up to take it. 
and that's I mean that's that I don't know that's just crazy to me that so they basically need that to beat other countries or beat other continents is what they're saying right yeah I mean I mean it's kind of it's like nowadays like everyone wants to be number one it's like the race to nuclear power like everyone's trying to have the most new it's just an absurdity yeah because everyone wants to be number one we're gonna start trying to make titans here in a little bit wait are titans part of the show yeah so the king of the walls i nominate my five-year-old child when i get married within a year and then i have a kid within a year after that i'll have my child become a titan i think i'd sign up for that um he'll lead eldia to victory what do i do dad and i'll be like just uh bite yourself or i could you could cut yourself if you want this is how you do it this is the best way to cut yourself little jimmy and avenge um, your mom. He's like, what? Yeah. My mom is alive, Dad. <laughs> She's in the next room. She's cleaning my doozies. And I'd be like, listen, go kick some walls down. And then he'd go, I'm in, th- <laughs> I'm in fourth grade. I don't even know my shapes yet. <laughs> if you don't know your shapes by first grade, you're an idiot. And he's like, also, I don't exist, and I can't turn it to a titan, because that's not what we do in this world, Dad. <laughs> this is your podcast with Chad, and this... Keep the podcast in the podcast and the show of the show. I'm going to stop doing this. I go to I go, I go to Crossroads Elementary School, Dad. <laughs> oh. All right. Oh, so, oh, yeah. Where were we? Sorry, that was really distracting. <laughs> Speaking of distracting, your two nipples. You sounded like my mom that entire time you were talking. So the king of the walls Should left this morning. Should we check on her? It's, it's no, been fuck a, this. It's been a long time. No, I don't check on my mom. She's fine, dude. She's got a leash. She's tied up. I think I left a bowl of water, hopefully. My nipples are so hard right now. <laughs> dude, I'm with you. Is it cooling down in here? Feels good. I'm... Honestly, I might need to take my shorts off here in a second. But the King of the Walls left this warning. If you interfere with us, the millions of titans in the walls will flatten the entire world. Whoa. (laughs) Whoa. All right. Okay. I don't know if they could do that, but... That's uh, that's a very promising threat, it sounds like. Have we seen them do this before? How do we know how that works? We know that there's titans in the walls from Armin's deductions and right. Millions of them. But at them? the same time, holy Reiner shit. had an entire spot to himself with apparently no titans. So, or he was chilling beside a titan there, and we don't even know. Perhaps just in his human form, just like what's up, bud. But I like how they didn't. I, <laughs> looking back on it, I'm glad that they didn't research that anymore. They were just like. Oh, there's a hole in the wall. Just put a sheet over that till we get that patched up. No one go in there with a flashlight. <laughs> We're just going to keep that as it is. We're just going to put a sheet over it. Does anyone have a quilt? Yeah, we'll do a quilt because the sheet might be a little too thin. We'll do a quilt and we'll just get that patched up. How would they patch that up? It's not patched up. That quilt is still there. Have you ever thought of that? Where was that at? I, I'm trying to think. That was, was that in Trost? That was in Trost. No. Yeah. That was... All the way in the middle. Wait, what? Yeah. That was the inner wall. What is it called? Oh, Mario you're Rose. Right, you're right, you're right. It was the after the fight with Annie and, and Mario Aaron. Rose. What is it? It starts with an S, right? Sheena? Is that it? Is it Walshina? Or Walsina. Walsina. 
But they say Sheena because they're Japanese. Right. Well, Sheena. Yeah. But that it's that wall. Because they, yeah, it's that yeah. wall. It's crazy. Yeah, dude, you're right. Sorry, this whole the show. There's four months, a span so of many, four months. So many walls since Bert, Big Bert, kicked in the wall. But listen, no one else is talking about that. I just want to really think about that. That quilt is still there. Yeah. Because how? Unless, well, maybe the Titans know to just replay, repair it. I don't know. We'll have to see. Yeah, well, that's a good question. Because those Titans too. are still in Titans, there, so they, they might just be like, made, like, oh, yeah. the, well, I got to re, re. I, I like wish they we had take, a name. They for... take the quilt off one day, and it's just perfectly repaired. Yeah. Like, what the like, hell? Oh snap! So maybe the quilt is in there. I don't know. It's a good question, though. It's like everyone stopped caring about that. I mean, the military police aren't doing shit. It's like they got. Well, they got overthrown now. Their whole task is of... just to. So is it just not exist at all? No, it does, but a lot of the corrupt people got kicked out, like they were saying. So even if the corrupt people got kicked out, still, like, what yeah. is there really to do? They're protecting the king. <laughs> they're still protecting that I king. I feel like they get up, they look at their checklist, and it's just like, check the quilt. <laughs> so, whip, whip Annie. R.I.P. Marlo. Dude. Try, and, try and drill into her. Ooh. Not like, dude, it's like the hardened shell. She's, no, don't do that. Speaking of Annie, is she still in that thing? Do you remember her? I'd like to drill into her. God. Chad. No one dares confront him, so they and Marley... Where the hell am I at in my notes? That is a good question. Uh, Oh, yeah. No one dares confront the founding Titan King. Um, So they and Marley have the same goal to invade the walls and take the founding Titan. So we've got this whole restorationist group and Marley trying to obtain the same thing. Well, the bombers. The bomb. Okay, we'll call them the bombers. No way. Dude. All right, I gotta go wipe that real quick. Ronnie, that was... Honestly, that makes me want to leave this podcast. I'm sorry. And never come back. I don't actually... I don't that ex- is very audible. And I hope you leave that in and you don't edit it out like a coward. Hey, what am I? That was disgusting, dude. I It was honestly worse than I had anticipated. I that was like, way worse. No, don't even talk right now. I mean, listen, your fart count on this podcast is way higher I than mine. I have never farted that loud on yeah. this pod. Just like, I mean, before I've amplified them so people can hear them, I don't even think I need to <laughs> amplify that one I just had. Oh but. my god, that... Keep the train on the kind track. I just ruined my vibe. Remember when you thought this podcast was too serious, and then we had that segment where I opened the windows away from the mics, and then I still have thirty pages of notes on this episode. Let's get to it. Christian. Why are you looking at me? <laughs> because I'm still I'm so mind fucked by what take, just happened. Take the driver's will. Grishus then says that they'll have their son Zeke become a Marley warrior. He looks to be what about ten years old, twelve years old. Yeah, I feel like every kid in the show yeah. is. I feel like it's four. No, wait. I think it's two, ten, and then sixteen. Okay, that's He's, what they all look like to me. So Dinah and Grisha, they tell Zeke that you know Marley's the Marley teachers are lying to you. The history you know is not real, and you're gonna do this for the sake of Eldia. So Chaz's quote of the day, Ooh. potential quote of the day. Oh, potential quote. We I'll say it's a candidate. There's two of them. I'll have to pick, but well, I always like to help you pick. Chaz's quote of the day. I'm back to clapping. 
How terrible the sin... Whoa, oh my god, I'm so sorry, guys. I ruined that. Let me restart. <clears throat> Grisha says he should have known how terrible the sin is to force one's beliefs on your children. That's a quote of the day for me because that just <laughs> reminds me of my bitch of a mother forcing... Oh my dude! <laughs> Stop saying that. She's a lovely you woman. You knew the things she forced on me. Whoa. Okay. She used to tell me. Well, you know. Never mind. She, she used, used to tell to... me poison oak was a candy, and I would eat it. Okay. She did not, dude. She never did that. I would literally lick. You poison literally, oak. you would tell defects that to try and get taken away as if that was something. I saw her ask you. She said, "Please, will you take the trash out?" And you put on the biggest hissy fit I've ever seen in my life because you're a spoiled little no. brat. Yeah, well, yeah. Now, I, I should if we could spoiled, talk, if we, if, we, if, we, if we could talk about the show. Okay. Zeke tells his grandfather and oh. Marley what his parents are trying to do, and he snitches like a bitch. And you, we all know what happens to snitches. They get stitches. So, did... Maybe I'm getting ahead of you, but I've got that I have in my notes that Zeke was a little rat. And before that, I have, they're like showing Zeke as he's growing up, and he's playing with a doll that is a beast titan. I mean, this thing is, this is like, it is the beast titan, right? Yeah, I would, yeah, definitely. I would definitely say that they put that in there on purpose. Well, not even that, but do you think that Marleans have toys? Yeah based off the titans i think they gave it to the eldians because they want them to admire these titans and become them one day and fight for marley that's mm. like a way of brainwashing okay so yeah well i mean they're going after kids dude it's so i mean i can brainwash my little cousin i can say hey look over there there's a snake flying across the sky and right. he looks over there he's an idiot now the grandparents that Zeke told was the uh was probably the the parents of that cowardly mother right or you think it's grisha's father's parents i thought it was for some reason i thought it was grisha's parents but really i could be wrong well i'm saying he he told grisha's parents what was going down he told yeah, well, yeah. No, no, no 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 because his dad died grisha's dad died oh yeah to take over his clinic or was it just time for him to take over his clinic because his dad was old mm. I don't think Grisha's parents died. I guess, yeah. Okay, you're right. I guess, I guess it was because they were, bit, yeah. So it was Grisha's parents. God, dude. Yeah. Those people were mind fucked. Yeah. Uh, the fact that the grandparents told on them. Dude. Well, unless Zeke just straight up told Marley, then I guess the grandparents could no, really No, those do grandparents anything. were whack. They're even more whack than I thought at one point. At one point. Dude. But but it does say How are that, they that Zeke brainwashed. But it does say that Zeke told he told Marley he wanted to save his grandparents, so he told Marley it was only his parents. So maybe it was just Zeke that kind of I don't know. I I would love to to know what actually happened. Hmm. Okay. If you, if someone has additional information, let us know at the podcast chronicles at gmail dot com. So. Grisha, it flashes forward, and we have Grisha on top of a wall. He gets his little mask taken off of him. Corvy, 19. Corvy V. That bitch Corvy V still got the world by the balls. And there's a bunch of sand. And this is where Ymir was in season two. I, I don't know if you noticed this, but 
as soon as the when she turned yep, yep when she turned so we now have this little so we haven't seen a whole lot of sandy places yeah and kruger who beat his ass years ago says that this is paradise and you'll serve your life sentence here as a pure titan mm-hmm. oh dude the first time seeing this and what's what's to come what's is to just... come is just so mind-blowing because yeah, it's great. Like they just spent the whole episode telling you about how all this stuff goes down, but yet you don't realize the cru- no. like exactly what happens until you get here, and then it all starts connecting, and you're just like, like oh my gosh! With what they showed in season two, what the what they said the first half of this episode, they give you all the little clues you need to put it together. My dumb brain, my dumb stupid monkey brain, doesn't put it together. Well, yeah, and it's it's gonna be super interesting because we still know things like Connie's village, and the beat. They just led things to like mm-hmm. the tight. Some Titan has a power because there's still some shady stuff going on with the Beast Titan. Yeah, and how he seems to have certain controls over him, even though we know at this point he's not the founding Titan. But there's still but like he does have royal blood. We do know he that. does have royal blood. So if he got yeah. the founding Titan, that which is obviously what they're trying to do, the coordinate which we'll get into later, but I mean... But then we know what Grisha doesn't know at this point is that if he does get the the founding titan, he has royal blood, so he would be a slave to the first king's will anyways. So it wouldn't even work, but they don't know that. Right. So that's... It's like a whole endless cycle. Like, they talk about this multiple times. The same history repeats itself over and over again. Yep. Just so awesome how this comes full circle. There's still that stupid village, though, and I that's know. why. And that that was like, I can't wait to see what that's all about because that was enough to throw you off the very simple thing of just like, oh, all these people are just humans, and they just get injected and they turn into a tiger. Yeah. Well, do you think? Are you talking about Connie's village? Yeah. Do you think? Well, we can go ahead and talk about that since you brought it up. Do you think Zeke? went around and injected, injected every everyone. single one of them. But then if he injected them, he would be a human. He would have to turn beast, fight them off. And how is he injecting everybody as the beast titan? He's too big. Dude, that, I, I really want to know. Because then this, the whole spawning thing in the first episode of part two, when they all, when he turns into a titan, him and Reiner, they mm-hmm. transform and then yeah. all the titans form around, transform around him. Like, how the hell does that God, happen? we can get so deep into this, Ugh. but you're right. It's like, we don't see this beast titan until season two. It's like, he's way, like, at this point, Reiner and Bert, they're taking too long, so he comes on over and he just has injections because he doesn't know what kind of titans are over here at this point in time. Like, maybe they killed off a bunch of them. He just turns those people just to make an army, I guess. Yeah, to me, that makes the most sense well, out of all the theories at this Well, he point. could just go around and, and inject one by one because he has control over them. So as soon as he injects one, he just says, hey, don't attack me. Right. They don't attack him. Dude, this oh, is so crazy. And then how do you think, though, that they all spawned around him that one time? That, yeah. We, oh, we'll we get so into deep. some of this in the season four preview just because or else these this episode itself is going to take two hours. For a twenty-two minute episode, <laughs> but where, where yeah, are we at right there's now? There's so much to talk about. Is anybody still listening? How long has it been? Probably not. This is by far going to be our longest episode. So we flash back, and it shows them torturing Grisha. They're cutting off his fingers, and they're asking him, "Who is the owl? Why did he send you? Who is the owl?" And he obviously doesn't know because we know the owl never showed himself. So they just keep ripping off his fingers. <laughs> 
you know, that's like my worst fear. Getting well, your finger I've got. Off. I mean, I've got so many fears. It's not. That's not fair for me to say. I'm a pretty big coward myself. No, someone torturing you because they're asking you a question and like a bitch like me. I mean, of course I'd tell them if I'm saving my life because you know I'll I'll sell you out in a heartbeat if someone wants to know something. I'll be like, oh yeah, oh, well, this, is where, you're, this you're is where this story stays so at. Bitch made Please you. stop playing with your titty. Like that's kind of weird. Um, <laughs> and. But no, say I don't know. You don't tell me where you go, and you just ship off to somewhere else with you, your, you and your mom do. And they're like, "Where's he at?" And I go, "I don't know." And they go, "Yeah, you do." And they just keep torturing me. And there's nothing I can say to get me out of that. That's situation. your worst fear. I would rather that happen than actually know where my comrade is. Oh, because well, I'm no. not ratting no matter oh, what. Oh no, that's. Buttero. I mean, that would be the perfect scenario for me. I'd be like, "Oh yeah, he's he's staying up on the west side, thirteenth floor." And then they still kill you anyways. That's Apartment what you D. get. You coward. I would let every fingernail be ripped off. Every part of my body, you can just torture it. Oh, I appreciate that. As I, long as I would do, I would do the same thing. Ponji's doing it. So, Grisha then tells the guy, we go back to on top of the wall, he tells him that he knows him. And... As he's saying that, we have another guy that's blindfolded walking up beside him, you know, being carried by an officer, and it's Grice, and he starts crying and asks why Zeke betrayed them all. And Grisha's like, well, he was like a six-year-old kid. (laughs) (laughs) Well, he's seven. (laughs) So it gets super intense, and Grice is saying that he was an idiot to trust everything to Grisha, because we know Grisha was leading this restorationist group. Right. Uh, yeah, my dad, he's the leader of the restorationist group, and he wants to take down Marley. And they go, wait, t- they go, wait, what? He told me to be the beast titan and defeat Marley. He's like, yeah, I think today I'll eat two eggs, and my dad is the leader of the restorationist group. He will take down Marley. <laughs> wait, what are you saying? Two eggs. His grandpa's such a coward. That guy sucks. Now, the more I think about it, you're right. That guy's awful. Oh my god, that guy's worse than Armin's dirty old grandpa. Yeah, not even. It's not even close. No. But the officer who killed his sister then walks up, Mister Gross. Mister Gross. This guy's gross. And kicks Grice off the wall. Jeez. Doesn't even inject him. Just kicks him. The officer tells Grice to run for the wall north. And uh, he tells a rookie. It's like, I can't see it. (laughs) He tells a rookie near him. He's like, yeah, we let one of them run off, you know, so the Titans will chase him that direction. Jeez, cold-blooded. Oh, man. You think Grice lived? Mm. (laughs) If I was a betting man, which I am, I would say no. Yeah, $5 bets. I'm slowly making an incredible profit. Yeah, and I'm slowly losing an incredible profit sitting here and listening to your sorry ass. Well, then keep on going with the episode. All restorations get injected and kicked off the wall, turning into titans. Yeah, except for Grisha. They all just get injected. And uh, Gross tells Kruger, because Kruger's the guy that's with Grisha, um, you know, he's a lively one, and why don't you just kick him off? And Kruger's like, I still want to interrogate him. Just then, he's like, I don't know if you've heard, but this guy is the leader (laughs) 
of the very successful restorationist group. They, in so many years, managed to, and I can't express this enough, do one thing. They made like a map. They they did nothing. What did they do? Could you tell me one thing the restorationist group did other than get caught? And then he's like, and then he trusted his stupid six-year-old son. And then Gross is like, wait, don't we trust like 10-year-olds to be titans and not kill us? Grisha was like, my father didn't tell me that I could easily get killed by just not following the rules and the entire story of my past until I was 10 years old. So I decided to tell my child at the age of four that he was going to be the leader of the New World because I thought he would just handle that fantastically. <laughs> new World Order. So I'm going to be like the Red Power Ranger? <laughs> no, you're going to be a king. Okay, so like the Green Power Ranger? <laughs> but the Green turned white. I don't know. Just I've never seen Power Rangers, so I actually Don't no even idea. get me started on Power Rangers with you. This guy's so fake. This guy'll tell you anything. All right, let's get through this shit. No one wants to hear us anymore. But don't say it like that. This I mean, everyone wants to listen. Just then, Dinah is brought up, and Grisha says, "I told them everything. Why are you here?" And then he goes, "You're royal." And just as he's about to say it, Kruger slaps his face, slams him on the ground, and covers his mouth. Wow. All right. Dinah says, "No matter what form I'll take, I'll find you." And is then injected and kicked off and turns into the goddamn smiling titan, baby. See, and you... Oh! You low-key ruined... Well, Ooh. I won't say you ruined it for me. You low-key ruined this for me. No, I... Okay. I won't say you ruined it for me, but you low-key ruined listen, it. Listen, I didn't ruin anything I won't for say you, you ruined Ronnie. this for me, but you low-key ruined it for me. Well, here, here before you did, talk... What you mentioned, what you forgot to mention is the first batch that they did... I didn't what? forget to mention this. Yeah, you did. When? What are you talking about you right now? You talked about the first batch they did. We see the Santa Beard Titan that got Armin. Oh, yeah. We do see that in the first batch. Yeah. and so. But we, I, I never caught that until you just said it. You did catch it because you ruined it for me. What do you mean? Because the first time I watched this episode, I saw that guy. And I was like, holy shit, is that the guy who was going to eat Armin? But then No, Aaron. you did not. You don't remember this? No. I didn't say it out loud. I was thinking it. And then you said, did you see that? <laughs> no, I did not. Yes, you did. Ronnie, that's not even cool, bro. <laughs> you said, I was like, and I was like, and I tried to say, that wasn't him. And you went, you just did this sarcastic look or like this, uh, uh, I don't this shit eating grin that you do, and you just started shaking your head. No, I swear to God, you did this, and you're like, yeah, it is. I was like, no, I thought it looked different, and then you rewinded and showed no, me. I did not. <laughs> yes, you did. I okay. don't remember you're, this. You're getting carried away now. <laughs> I swear to God, I don't know if you're putting on an act or not. I just, don't know if I'm putting on an act. I know you're putting on an act. Anyway, I swear <laughs> to God he did that. Who are you going to believe, guys? Ronnie or Jazzy? You're going to believe the guy who's doing a podcast with a shirt <laughs> off? Or the guy who ripped ass earlier and it was disgusting. And so anyway, what I was getting at, and then once, I mean, it became very clear once Dinah, but I do like how they threw that first one in there for you. And then they did Dinah, which was obviously the most recognizable Titan. There was also one, the guy that ate Thomas, the appearance that ate Thomas, was also one of those guys. Okay. 
that flew in the air. You know, yeah, yeah, that made a great play. Yeah, that was MLG pro gamer move. Um, but yeah, right, right when that happens, Aaron wakes up yelling, and he's in jail for insubordination. Such horse shit. Levi Hanji, come on now. Yeah, how does I this, mean, come how, on. How does this happen? I mean, I get it, but at the same time, Levi, what are you doing, bro? And uh, he says, Mika's hair, by the way. And what did Armin do wrong? Armin, no, he wasn't in there. He was just, uh, he was visiting? outside the jet. Yeah, he was visiting him. Okay, okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah, my note on that was Mikasa's hair still looks less ridiculous than Armin's. <laughs> uh, that's a very good note. That's the best note you've ever taken. She's got that messy, sexy look going on. Yeah. If I'm well, being she's honest. 15. Well, <laughs> well, you know, you know what I mean. Don't ever say that again. Hanji's the best. I meant like sexy if she was four okay. years older, dude. You didn't it's even... a, dude, it's an anime. Say whatever You're you the want. one talking about her with your shirt off. <laughs> so, did you just rip ass? No, dude, I didn't do okay. it. So, uh, it's probably that pie we had. I mean, we smell. I, can you imagine how bad we smell right now? I smell myself. I don't oh, know I about gotta, you. Dude, I do have to shit after this. I, I got to pee, so. Okay. But we're he still taking our Aaron, time with this Aaron then goes, this, that wasn't a dream but memories i felt like i just woke up from the longest dream ever okay that's i love this line because it brings me back to episode one season one when he wakes up in the beginning Mm -hmm. he says i felt like i was in the longest dream ever okay very cool then he says it right here yeah that's a cool callback i also just like the idea of like oh this whole episode's been through aaron's point of view like he just saw everything that we saw i i think that's cool because we know Grisha did write about this in the books, but it's like Aaron is, he's actually getting the memories right, visualized. It's like triggered, yeah. Yeah. He's getting all this in his head. And we go back to Grisha, and Gross is being a dickhead. This guy's, this guy smells bad. Hey, what is Mr. Gross good at being? A dickhead. Yeah. I mean, that's just. And then Grisha yells at Mr. Dickhead and says. It was you 15 years ago. You were the one who fed my sister to the dogs. And Gross is like, wait a minute. To the dogs? I've fed a lot of little kids to dogs. What are you talking about? And then yeah. the episode ends. And then if you didn't know this guy was... was If you didn't know this guy was bad, he also has a mustache. So... <laughs> <laughs> and not a good mustache. Gross takes a captive and tells Kruger... That he's gonna have him, he's gonna have this lad dance for him, and uh, I'll have this guy turn into a three to five meter titan so you can fight him. He looks at Grisha and says this. So this is interesting too. Do you? Is this? Are we to believe that they can control how big they make each yeah. titan? I believe so. Well, he makes or it seem like, it. like yeah. He makes it seem like maybe if I just inject a little bit, he'll only turn this big. If I inject the whole thing, he'll be a big one. That's what it makes it seem like, right? Yeah, but I don't know if he's just like saying it to like say it or. Well, I, I mean, he did it though. The Titan was only like three meters, so he yeah. must have known he was doing it. It was a small one. I. <laughs> so you think in your mind the way you make a three meter Titan is you just give him half a dose? Yeah. Or it has something to do with the spinal fluid from the Titan they got it from. I th- I think he's just like you know what okay let me he's measure like, he gets like me, a measuring cup it's like let me get the, let me <laughs> let me see the back of the instructions uh 
Uh, adults 12 to 35 take two, take two <laughs> meters a day. Two meters a day. Do you like what I did there? I liked that a lot. Cool. And gross, Mr. Grossman says, because it's interesting, people actually want to see cruelty. Peace can be nice, but it's lacking. So, I like gross right here because he's... <laughs> I don't like gross. It's Sorry, Mr. That, gross. It's Mr. Gross. I don't like Mr. Gross, but I like I like the scene right here because it's he's staring at the camera in this scene. It's almost like he's talking to he's you. He's talking to you. And I so get this, bro, because I've seen some fucked up shit on the internet. Mm-hmm. Some cruelty, bro. Because people are bored or... Well, like he said, it's just out of enjoyment. People really want to see this type of stuff. Some men just want to watch. I'm not going to quote Batman. It's interesting, as he would say. He says, I'm ready to accept death when that day comes. That's because I faced this cruel world head on. Man. And that's Chaz's (laughs) second QOD. (laughs) There it is. (laughs) There it is, ladies and gents. It was educational having my son's dogs eat your sister. And then Grisha asks if he has any remorse for that. Page turn. Gross says, well, I do get it. Like, if my son died, I'd be upset too. Uh, too bad you're Eldians, though. And then he, that, he just kicked off the guy. And then the guy transforms and he goes, look, this is your people's true form. And the guy's a perfect three-meter titan. So he read those instructions to a T. Yeah, well executed. And we've seen, I don't, I can't think of where, we but have we've seen, seen a, this one. Okay, so I, I actually, I looked it up, I did did an arm and beep. Oh my god, look at you. I did it for the pod. We have seen him in the supply room of season one. Yep. That's where we saw this guy. He's the one that's just staring at him. Yeah. Yep. Incredible. Thanks, man. It took a lot of research. That's good work by you. The world needs to wipe out all of you Eldians. That's the wish of humanity everywhere. So not only is Marley against these people, it's the entire world. And he said, I don't feel remorse. Um, You're the murderers here. What were you planning to do to us Marleys? Which he's right. I mean, they were going to kill him. So really, Grish is the bad guy. End of episode. (laughs) That's not the end of episode, sorry. Were they going to kill him? Yeah. What else would they do? I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. And then as Grisha says, Ymir helped everyone. Gross starts to throw him off and is just taunting the shit out of him, being an absolute Mr. Gross yeah, dickhead. Just, yeah. Talking about go meet your sister and all this shit. And then Kruger comes up and pushes him off in the most badass scene. And I go, oh. Did you expect this? No. No. Okay. Well, no. Me neither. No. And then... Final answer, no. And then it does the sickest hat flip of all time. Ooh. Oh, what a hat flip, man. If you don't know what I'm talking about, you've got to watch this again. Gotta go back and watch the hat flip. Does his hat flip. Says, well, is that interesting? As the Titan eats gross. Yeah, it's like a... And they watch. It's like a walk-off bat flip. It really is. Perfect game all. And then says, watch this, watch Grisha closely. This is how a Titan uses its powers. He cuts himself, jumps off, and starts beating the shit out of the other Marley officers. And, and even attacks the ship. Yep. And then that end of episode. End of episode. 
Wow. What an episode. I feel like we got a little sidetracked sometimes. You farted into the mic. <clears throat> Disgusting. We, well, you took your shirt off. We definitely got, but I think that... It's getting kind of cold now that one. I up. hope we uh, we made an entertaining episode for you, the people. Some I feel people, like this one sucked. Some people... Do you? You Not said... Really. I mean, we, we went into details good, but I feel like my nipples and your fart kind of sidetracked the episode. Well, I mean, what are, people, what are people coming here for? If they want to just read the wiki page, go read the wiki page. If you want some personality <laughs> and some people diving deep into Mr. Gross... <laughs> if they want to read the wiki page, just read Ronnie's oh, notes. Oh, get out of here. You're so annoying. He uses a computer. <laughs> Copy and paste. Listen... We've got, we knew this was a slog to get through. Well, not a slog. I'm editing that out. What even is a slog? <laughs> we knew this one was so important. I think you did a uh, four out of ten job on the notes, but that was... Four out of five? Um, no, four out of ten, which yep, is two points and better than you usually do. So this is a great episode for you. And I've got my big one coming up next. Do you have anything else to say about this episode? Because we just have so much to talk about, but this this podcast episode is already four times longer than the actual episode itself. <laughs> and I don't know what kind of episode people want, so we better just cut it off here and see what they say about it. Yeah, just email us at thepodcastchronicles at gmail.com. We have one other thing to do. What is that? Chad? Ronnie? We're worldwide, baby. We are international. We have confirmed it's not just Nigerian princes and bots set up overseas that are listening to the podcast because we got two separate emails. Beautiful, beautiful people. From some friends in Ireland. First, I have to shout out Gail and her daughter Brody. Yeah. They sent a very nice message from uh, Ireland. Thank you to you guys. And then we also got our guy, I believe, oh, I hope I don't butcher this, we both agreed that it's Rawls. Yes, um, oh, well, let's hope so. Yeah, fingers crossed if it's not, sorry man, but he he said something about he listens to us while he does his homework. I'm sure he gets a 99 out of 100 every Seems time. Seems just like a terrible idea, I can't imagine anything more distracting than uh, us, not to mention, we've yeah. got to make every time someone listens to an episode, we have to make them a certain percentage less smarter. There's just no <laughs> way we don't. But really appreciate you guys. Don't just stop it there, people. Let us know that you're listening. Yeah. We love to hear it. But I, th- I say we end this episode here. Subscribe, and we'll talk. Hit us up on Spotify, later. YouTube. People are listening. Tell the people you love them. Love you guys. Uh, he did put his shirt back on. Peace. Peace. Peace.